Uh, okay. AC's Landed Angelo, uh, Captain's Log, Supplemental. Uh, this is gonna be self-indulgent. This whole exercise is self-indulgent. So, uh, does this really need to be, uh, uh punctuated? No. Not necessarily. Of course it's self-indulgent. You, you moron. But, uh, but, uh, this one in particular, <laughs> I don't have any, any wisdom here today. Or, or attempts at discovering wisdom. What I have is a, uh, a desire to, to record some some audio, whatever. That, that preface, preface, awful preface, <laughs> complete. All right, camp is log supplemental. To there was a crow. I found a crow yesterday. A black black bird. You know the bird. I found a crow. Crow was poisoned or something. Was going on with it. It was seizuring. It, it couldn't even fly straight. It was going to hurt itself. It was getting out into traffic. Scary situation. I captured the crow, which was not difficult. It just involved my hands. And I put it in a box and I took it to my house and I, I kept it, gave it water and all that and kept it safe until I could find a place to take this crow because it's a sick crow. Uh, I have a whole bunch of theories about what could have happened to it, but who knows? Today, the crow's fine. I uh, took it to, uh, through a, a series of contacts, uh, the network, by the way, of people who care about animals is, is deep. It is an onion. It has many layers. You just keep exploring, or it's like a cavern with all the different winding. You keep exploring, you'll eventually get to a place where you're out in the middle of nowhere, and there's a house with a bunch of birds in cages that are all sick. That's an interesting and it's an interesting path to that house, I'll tell you that. Uh, but I'm glad those people exist uh, in the world. Uh, I don't know, some people might think that's weird, that there are a bunch of animal rehabilitation centers, quote-unquote, that are just weird people's houses. Uh, I might have judged them myself as some sort of uh, animal hoarders if I didn't know what they were up to. But they're not animal hoarders because the animals don't stay. They just come and go when they're when they're healthy, when they're sick, when they're healthy. It's like a hospital without the uh, without all the the corporate business. Well, interesting. Uh, so through a, a series of, of calls, calling a wildlife center who doesn't take crows, calling one who does, but is full, calling one who redirect me to another person. Here you go. I end up with a, a very small organization, and it is an organization, with a property in Orange County. Everything's in Orange County. So I live in southern Los Angeles, and Orange County is, uh, well, if you know anything about California, there's, there's L.A., there's San Diego. Most people are familiar with that, and all this stuff in between is Orange County and or uh, Camp Pendleton uh, military base. Mostly Marines. Uh, interesting people. Um, what do you need to know about Orange County? I don't know much about Orange County, except that it's, uh, I assumed, entirely populated with wealthy white trash people. I, I don't know that that's entirely incorrect. Uh, but wealthy white trash, interesting contradiction. It creates a, uh, a dynamic, it's for sure. There's a certain dynamic to... to Wealthy white trash people. Look, I'm not judging. Every white trash exists. It's all right. Uh, anyway, uh, 
driving down Orange County to meet, and, and in Orange County there are still spots where uh, there isn't much of anything, where you can drive out into the, uh, as much of a wilderness as you're going to get on the, on the West Coast that I've ever seen, uh, without going north. Southern California is, uh, uh, it's mostly brown, uh, there's water on one side and there's brown on the other, and that's what you get out here. Uh, and buildings. All on top of the brown. They, that's it's beautiful. Uh, you know, where I'm from, you drive north and it's it's gorgeous. And of course, people up there are scary as well. But you, you know, going out into the woods up there is a different experience than going out into the what passes for the wilderness out here. Because people still live in the middle of nowhere on a dirt road. That still happens out here. It's weird. And and you're not that far from the freeway. Which is that's interesting, right? Alright, so I drove down to Orange County, I found this, this person's property, or this organization's property, and I was met by someone who, was, who I had contacted. Uh, she took the crow, she flipped the crow over really quick, it was amazing. I did a, I did a whole investigation on the crow, poked around a little bit. Very kind woman. <clears throat> Small, kind woman, but, but firm and bold with this crow. I was very timid to touch the crow. Uh, I don't know. We, I stared in its eyes, though, trying to, trying to connect. That's a weird thing about me. I will, if I see an animal in, in pain, I stare in its eyes and see if something happens. I'm waiting for something. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm not, look, we can't speak English. I understand that. I'm not going to be able to say, oh, it's all right. Don't you worry. I'm going to put you in a weird box and take you to my house. But don't worry, it's going to be fine. I can't just tell him that. He's, he's not going to get it. So, I try to communicate that with my soul. Uh, with mixed with mixed results. Alright. But this lady just flipped the crow over, poked around a little bit. It's like, oh, it's malnourished, oh, it's this and that. But it looks better, and I don't, think it, I don't know if it's poisoned. But it doesn't seem to be having any seizures right now. And it, it seems able to, to sort of hold its head up and all that stuff. Uh, all right, we'll take it in. We'll rehabilitate it. We'll get us some food, get us some nourishment, see what happens. I'll call you later. So, anyway, took the crow to a place where they know what they're doing with crows. And I'm happy about that. It's, that is not an interesting story, but that is what it is. I got the crow somewhere safe that isn't my house. I don't know what to do with these crows. If I'm going to keep finding wayward animals, i gotta, I got to bone up on uh, how to how to do a thing or two. Maybe this is what I should do in my retirement and or uh, after the apocalypse is uh, get a property out there somewhere and, and hoard sick animals. Like, that's something. I could feel good about myself if I was doing that. Uh, instead of feeding the corporate giant or whatever it is I'm doing now. Uh, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, Orange County, there's a lot of BMWs. I think uh, this occurred to me. I see a lot of BMWs in LA too, but it's, Orange County's like, the, the freeway is as wide as uh, as the Rio Grande or whatever. It's like staring across the Hudson River or the East River. Look at that. I can see Brooklyn on the other side, but it's all cars in between. Amazing. <laughs> right? It's the widest thing you've ever seen. 
I don't know, the highways in, the, in other parts of the country, they're just like, it's two lanes, sometimes there's something in between, usually not, sometimes the lines aren't even visible, you know, and when it snows and rains, forget about it, you're just like, I'm driving in the middle of this thing, I don't know, am I in the, in the lane or not, I have no idea, there are no lines right now, it's, it's completely dark, I don't know what I'm looking at, there's hail all over the road, I don't know. I guess if I'm not in a ditch, I'm on the road. That's how I feel. But out here, you're, uh, it's very structured. Everything's very clear. And it's very big. I'd say there's more freeway space than space for residential neighborhoods, which is interesting. So even the, re- even the residential streets are like three lanes wide around, here, around Orange County. It's, it's basically, it's all streets. And that's interesting. So, maybe there are more BMWs in Orange County. Maybe it's just that you can see them all at once because the freeway is such a wide thing. Six, five, six lanes at some point. Crazy, right? That's crazy shit. I mean, if they closed, like in the, in the apocalypse movies, they never really show L.A. Or, or, uh, or Orange County because they wouldn't be able to shut the freeway down. But if you could film a movie about the zombies... In Orange County, for example, uh, you'd have a lot of space on that freeway to work with, and there'd be a lot of cars. It'd be an interesting thing, like like Stephen King's The Stand. All the cars are just there, and you can't even drive anymore because they're all in the way. Uh, what am I talking about? Okay, the BMWs. These are a lot of BMWs. And look, I'm I'm going to say an offensive thing, and I actually don't care if I offend. If you drive a BMW. I'm sorry, chances are you're a douchebag. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, odds are. It's like not all BMW drivers are douchebags, but all douchebags... No, wait, it's the other way around. Not all douchebags are BMW drivers, but all BMW drivers are douchebags, right? Because I've been cut off, honked at, people tailgating, angry, aggressive driving. And then I'll look in the, at the little symbol on the... Oh, it's a BMW. What do you know about that? It's predictable is, is, is taxes and debt. The BMW is going to cut you off, honk at you, tailgate you. And yes, I drive like an old lady. It's all right. An old Asian lady, in fact. To add a fence. To add one more offense. That's how I drive, and that's okay. Because I hate driving a lot. So if you're driving a BMW and you're annoyed with me, I understand that you're annoyed with me. But most people keep their annoyance inside, you know? But when you got this this powerful machine, I'm assuming it's very powerful. And I think inside there's some kind of uh, uh, subliminal messaging going on, maybe on the stereo system, right? It's, it's under the surface. Like they cut this asshole off. No, I don't tolerate that. No, 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 no. These are the weak. These are the poor. Cut them off. Cut the... No, no, no. Get, get that guy out of the way. Honk at him. Flash your lights. No, look at this guy. Look at this guy. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Speed around him. Now, I know traffic stopped, but here's what you're going to do. You're going to cut over in the lane like this. You're going to cut the guy off next to you. You're going to speed up around him. You're going to cut back into the lane you're in and cut that guy off just to show him what a piece of shit he is. I think that's going on inside the device, inside the, uh, the stereo system in the BMW. I also think when you sit down, 
there's probably some kind of a, a, a catheter dip, or a, what do you call that? Some kind of insert that goes into your butthole. Look, I'm sorry. This whole thing is going to be offensive. Uh, a trigger warnings, everybody. Uh, it goes into your butthole and it creates an instant tension. It's in the seat, you know, because they're warm seats. So it goes into your butthole when you sit down. It creates, expands maybe like a, like a, uh, what's that, like a stint that they put in your heart valve or the, or the artery. Uh, it expands like that. And then all the instant tension, right? And I'm now I am tense. So, you know, I got my hands at 10 and 2, stereo pumped up loud with the subliminal messaging going. Of course, the seats are leather and heated. It's wonderful. And then all the, all the gear devices on the, on the dashboard are all digital or whatever it is. I don't know. I drive a piece of crap car. I wouldn't even know what to say about this. I think maybe when the thing goes in your butthole, that's how it knows that it's you and so that you're allowed to drive. It's keyless. It's a keyless operating system. The key's in your butthole. That's what I think about BMW drivers. And when I pass a BMW dealership, I'm often tempted to stand there and watch. Just watch. Because I wonder who's worse, the salespeople or the people buying. I think I know the answer to that. Salespeople are always the worst. Uh, I don't know why. And, and look, it's very expensive. And it's, uh, sure, it's, I'm sure it's fancy in there. I'm sure. But something in there either converts you to a douche, okay? That's theory number one, because of, the, because of all the, all the, all the uh, in, uh, in, in cabin systems convert you to a douche when you get in, or theory two, you were a douche going in in the first place. That's what I'm thinking. That's my theory. Two theories about this, or theory three, hybrid theory. Maybe it's both. You were a slight douche going in, and you decided, I'm going to go full douche, and I'm going to get a BMW. And I'm going to, let's see, what do we got in the bank? Nope, I'm going to have to take out a loan for that, because I'm only rich white trash. I don't have a lot of money, I just have enough to make this little showing, so that you know I'm, I'm rich white trash. So i got to get the BMW. Yeah, they're, they're lower series. I know they come in, they come in a, a wide range of flavors, and some of them are more expensive. I got cut off yesterday by a, by a BMW uh, 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 SUV. And look, I wouldn't even be talking about this if it didn't happen more than once. And it happens in L.A. too, but I didn't see that many in L.A. And when the freeways are this wide, you can cut back and forth a lot. And when you see somebody weaving in, uh, in stopped traffic, that's a BMW almost every time. It's amazing. It's, just, it's amazing to witness. You think I'm wrong. You think I'm being rude and mean and uh, harsh and, 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 and stereotyping and all of those things. And yes, you're right. However, you come out here and you just take a gander at what I'm talking about. Just witness it. And then you'll be like, oh, I think he may have something to say about this. That there's a point here. It's uncanny. Every time I'll see somebody in my rear view being like a dick, like cut, weaving back and forth in, in stopped traffic, right? Like, Pushing themselves in and out and in and out. Oh, look at the symbol on the front of the car and there it is. It's that blue and white thing. There it is. It's interesting. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. What's the other thing? In order to buy a car like that, you gotta, you got to put down a lot of scratch. So, it's either on loan or it's, it's in the bank. And either way, if it's on loan, shame on you. 
Uh, if it's in a bank, well, shame on me. Uh, right. One more thing about that, and then I'm retiring this topic because it's offensive. Uh, cutting yourself into stopped traffic. You know, out here, it, it, the traffic don't move very fast. It don't move very fast to other parts of the country either, but, you know, on the turnpikes and whatnot. But out here, it's like certain times of the day, you might as well be in a parking lot. You wouldn't know the difference. And yes, it's a cliche, but, you know, these are true things. Experience it for yourself. Move to sunny California. Experience it for yourself. Uh, when you're cutting in and out of stopped traffic, and just to sort of buy yourself, I don't know, three or four extra minutes, and maybe it doesn't even do that, it, it points to something for me in the personality of the person driving. There's an aggressive thing there. And I, w- I want to touch on this in great detail because it's not, not the BMW thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retire that. But, but the, the aggression... Um, Useless, uh, sort of impotent aggression. There's, a, there's no point to this aggression because it, it basically you, you're you're uh, you're causing tension in a situation that's already tense and 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 set and fixed in place. It'd be like if you're in a line to go on a a line to buy a ticket of some kind, and you uh, you have access to two other lines next to you. And you continue to like wedge yourself in between grandma or here and the and the little girl behind grandma. And you just sort of, you look at the line next to you and there's a little tiny gap in between grandma and the, and the baby girl behind her. And you sort of just like stick your toe in there and then, and then pull your pelvis inside. And then you like give grandma a bump. And then you give the little girl a bump forward and back. <laughs> and then you just sort of jam your ass in there. That's what it's like. Driving, and it's and if you were always wearing a BMW T-shirt when you did those things, it's a little bit like that, and it's a very aggressive, and it's not something. There's not a, a new observation. I heard a comedian talking about this. The behaviors you would do in your car are never things you do in real life, and it's it it's the truth. Like a car gives you some kind of anonymity to be a dick, but it don't. And a BMW symbol apparently. Even more anonymity than that, or or, or agency, or whatever I'm trying to say. But I'm, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. And 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 uh, please don't don't hold this against me if you drive a BMW. I'm sorry. Just you know, take note. Try and try and be better than the rest. Okay. Anyway, Crow's okay, and I'm tired of driving. Uh, all, right, all right. This is Leonard Angelo.